Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. You'll, you'll see what I'm doing. <clears throat> Let me just quickly send a, a message. Yeah, say if it's a double feature, I'll be back at some point in, 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 during it, I'd imagine. Uh, what, like a du- two episodes in one or just like a super episode? You'll see. Okay. It's literally a double feature. Okay. Alright, I am ready whenever you are, because I gotta play it, you gotta re- record it. Yeah, I, I, I press record button already. I'll just uh, do the intros oh, here. Okay. Nah, I'll do, that's what editing's for. Um, hello, everybody, and welcome to this. So this is the fantasy for this evening. Uh, just uh, a nitro for you this evening. I've been finding out that apparently it's a double episode, as DM's uh, going to explain to us in a second. Um, I had Rural written. I, I even have the opening segment recorded and edited. It's just I earlier on I was feeling really tired and I felt like going for a nap. Uh, so, to be honest, because uh, I'd been up since stupid o'clock so i was just shattered uh, and i was like you know what i could do it a, I could do it a different day uh now that wrestle kingdom's out of the way i can i don't have to uh go to any sort of schedule anymore uh so my, so yes there will be an, an episode to you at, the, at this some point this week whenever obviously uh both of us are available and uh, i'll just uh, record it and it'll probably be you know tomorrow or tuesday or something like that but uh, i'll let you guys know but in the meantime we do have a double feature of nitro to make up for it so dm take it away Yay! Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Monday Nitro, right off of the heels of Wrestle Kingdom 3. So much happened over the week, folks. All I gotta tell you is everyone is back. They are tired, they are groggy, but they are here to wrestle for you tonight. As tonight, it is Pick Your Poison, featuring Ricky the Dragon Steamboat and Prince Devin. Yeah! 
four hours ago. I wrestled in Japan. Yeah. I had one hell of a match with Dolph Ziggler. Yeah. A man who put his heart, his soul, and everything he had on the line. He left it all in the middle of the ring. And while he is unable to capture the World Heavyweight Championship, he's earned my respect. And somewhere down the line, I promise you that Dolph Ziggler will be World Heavyweight Champion. Now, folks, all of us here in the National Wrestling Alliance, we just came from Japan. The plane landed four hours ago. We got to the arena just in time. We're able to put on a show for you tonight. Now, tonight I know that it's picked your poison. And I know tonight that I am tired, that I'm exhausted, but I, as your champion, am going to fight and give it everything I have. There's only a few weeks' time. I'm stepping into the ring with a very hungry, very determined challenger, and his name is Prince Devitt. Now, Devitt, you have two matches that night. I'm going to offer you an out. I'm going to offer you an opportunity to face me one-on-one in the middle of the ring where you don't have to fight a match earlier in the evening. Devitt, this is the once and only opportunity because I'm a sportsman and I want you at your best. opportunity to fight you another night. I am the number one contender to that World Heavyweight Championship, and I am going to defend my FIP World Championship against Kenta Kobashi at Invasion Attack, go through him, and then go through you. I can appreciate the admiration and congratulations on your match against Dolph Ziggler. But you're also staring right down the barrel, right down the barrel of the 45. That's going to put the bullet right here between your head. And I hate to be the one to do it. On an invasion attack, you will be dethroned. The world will be set on fire. I will be the new world heavyweight champion. I will be the greatest champion at this company that the wrestling world has ever seen. Perhaps. And Steamboat. The crowd's gone quiet. <laughs> I wish you good luck. Both of them would shake hands in the middle of the ring, but soon after, it was time for the first match on the card, which was Rick Steamboat fighting his opponent, Luke Gallows, in a pick-your-poison contest. 
Jamal Gallows was still pretty beaten up from Wrestle Kingdom and getting involved in the opening match. He was still a match for Steamboat, able to drop him down with that power offense. However, despite his best efforts, after 14 minutes, Steamboat was able to drop him down with a DDT, scoring the win. Saying thereafter that Devitt had his chance, and now he would lose at Wrestle Kingdom, and he would continue to be world heavyweight champion. The second match on the card was Demolition going up against Harlem Heat, and this was a barn burner of a match indeed, folks. Demolition, though, opting to have Crush on the outside, observing and also watching their backs, were able to take down Heat in only a matter of 11 minutes. We then get on the microphone and say that hopefully the Bullet Club now has their attention, and hopefully now they're serious about dropping the gauntlet against Demolition. While last time the club may have had the numbers game, Demolition was only getting stronger, and they'd be more than happy to see them at Invasion Attack. Only a few minutes thereafter, we got a screenshot. Carl Anderson in the locker room, cutting a promo on Demolition. Last night, last night, we went up against the shield. Me, the big man, Luke Gallows, Serena, all of us went up against the Bullet Club. We are the reigning and defending world tag team champions and demolition comes down, have no business putting their noses in the match and they ruin it. For us and the entire internet rejoices ah, and everyone no. celebrates. Yay, the Bullet Club finally lose a match. Yay. Well, guess what? Demolition, now you have our attention. See, we were gonna let you guys go at Spring Stampede for cutting us over the head. Yeah, you got the match thrown out by your own fault, mind you. By your own fault. It was a disqualification and you were unable to get the job done. But now, now you have our attention. You have our full attention because if you want these belts you're gonna have to bring all the numbers because that invasion attack here's what we're proposing outlaw rules you know what that means we have to spell it out for you i'm not gonna tell you exactly what that is i'm gonna tell you exactly what that is that means you axe smash crushed you grab your bdsm gear tie it real tight <laughs> shove those butt plugs so far up your ass so you can walk straight Pull the dildos out of your mouth. Put on that face paint so we don't have to look at yourselves in the real flesh. And you're going to fight me, Giant Bernard, Luke Gallows, Kenny Omega, and hell, I may even throw Serena in there. You're going to fight all of us. An outlaw rules match. All anarchy, all chaos, all destruction. That's exactly what you want, right? Destruction. That's what you guys live for. Your demolition. Well, you're about to get shot down. You're about to get mowed down by a spray of bullets. We're going to shoot you up. We're going to shoot you down. We are going to shoot you all around. In the arena, in the ring, in the bathroom, in the street, it doesn't matter. Outlaw wow. rules. If you guys have the balls to step in to our rules, into our ring, into our territory, then you guys are either braver than brave or dumber than sh**. Wow. Outlaw rules. Invasion attack. You want us? Anything goes, boys. Come and get them. 
teaching them how to use forks, knives, and spoons like actual human beings. Did you know they use sticks over there to eat food? It's ridiculous. It's funny. But I showed them how to use real utensils like real people. Oh, God. Tonight, folks, I am back on U.S. soil. Back on U.S. soil. And I am here. I am here tonight to say that invasion attack, I am putting the United States Championship on the line against anyone from New Japan who thinks that they can beat me. You see, all I've been hearing about is how great the FIP exhibition match was. And while it was great, yeah, it doesn't hold a candle. Because you see, ladies and gentlemen, I was in the corner of Samoa Joe and Triple H as we were Team USA and collectively <laughs> we beat Team Mexico, we beat Team Japan, and then we went ahead and defeated King Team Europe. Okay. And it was my Bulldog that scored the win on Hayabusa in the middle of the ring. I brought pride to America, and since all I'm hearing about is how great Japan is, I'm going to give anyone from New Japan the opportunity to wrestle for my title. So anyone in the back, please, by all means, I know you're all back there because we all came on the plane together. Well, I have a private <laughs> plane, but still, I know we all came in together. So please, someone come on down and shake my hand and we will make the match official. Ladies and gentlemen, it's White Lightning, John Morrison! Oh, God. I have a little bit of advice for you, Johnny. I know they call you White Lightning, but you're not going to strike twice and win my title. You see, I watched you over the last few months, and, well, you haven't been doing too good. I mean, you couldn't beat Prince Devitt for the FIP title, and then you went to Ring of Honor, and you couldn't beat Kofi Kingston. I mean, what happened? John, what's going on? You're, you're going to fight me? the United States champion for my U.S. title? I'll tell you what, John. I'll give you the opportunity to back away before you get embarrassed. No, no, relax, listen. Before you get embarrassed once again. Because three straight losses in a row is not going to look good on your repertoire, John. But it can all turn around. It can all turn around if you just leave the ring Go to the back, retrain yourself, and get back that passion that you lost, and just believe! Oh, God. <laughs> Kick him in the face! <laughs> you know, Bo, I, uh, I gotta give you credit. You make me laugh in the back, and I, like, I actually kind of like some of your promos because they're absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> Look... I haven't had the best of luck recently, and that's fine. Because in my book, 
Wins and losses don't matter. It's the admiration of these people. So, Bo, I'm going to give you one opportunity to back out of this match. Because that invasion attack, White Lightning will strike again. And I promise you, I will walk away United States champion for a second time. Yeah. Bo would smile at him, but then would extend his palm. Morrison shaking it as Bo would then give him a hug, saying, Good job, it's going to be an awesome match. Leaving the ring and started to do a victory lap as if he already won the match. Making his way up the ramp as Morrison did have a match that evening. In fact, it was against Kenny Omega. And these two lit up the crowd, but Morrison was able to score the win with the Nitro Blast on Omega. Bo watching from the stage, clapping, saying, Good luck. Head invasion attack. The next match, Ratsun will proceed with the Kenta Kobashi going against Nigel McGuinness. He would rub his jaw a little bit due to the beating he took from Brock Lesnar the night before. He had no problem going against Kobashi, having one hell of a technical bout. Kobashi was able to defeat him with the burning hammer. The next match to proceed was Dynasty, returning to ring action as they went up against the Revengers who had full renewed vigor and strength, going head-to-head -head against Kid and Smith. Unfortunately for the Revengers, it was not their night as Heart Dynasty were able to take them down with a heart attack. Consortium oh one CM Punk. Shut the now, fuck up. Last night at Wrestle Kingdom, while in the record books, it says that Brock Lesnar had defeated CM Punk. That, my friends, is untrue. You see, um, ladies and gentlemen, unfortunately, no for those of you who bought the pay-per-view, were all fed a big lie and were misled by one of the biggest miscreants in the world of professional wrestling. For those of you that did not catch the match, all I will say is that CM Punk offered, offered to give the match 
to Brock Lesnar since since he felt that the show was running a little long he decided to make his exit but unfortunately Brock Lesnar decided to take it upon himself and brutally bash and thrash CM Punk back to the ring the two combatants would fight until both of them got repeatedly injured and severely beaten off of the stage to where the referee in charge ladies and gentlemen I repeat this as it happened the referee in charge had stopped the match thus protecting both the careers of Brock Lesnar and one CM Punk and we all know that the referee in charge his decision supersedes all rulings in the match irregardless of the match rules or circumstances. If someone was to bring a gun into the ring, he would stop the match and we would proceed as necessary. If something dangerous had happened to one of the professional wrestlers, the referee would stop the match and we would proceed accordingly. If both wrestlers were unable to continue, which my client CM Punk was not able to continue, Irregardless, the referee stopped the match right there, meaning at 28 minutes, 11 seconds, the match between Brock Lesnar and CM Punk ended. He stopped it for the safety and well-being of both individuals. And due to the nefarious actions of Paul Heyman, whom later would not only interfere in the match several more times, pulling down referees, hitting referees, and getting involved in the match when CM Punk clearly had Brock Lesnar down on the canvas on more than one occasion where he could have won. Paul Heyman strong-armed and bullied his way right back inside and was able to have the match restarted when he had no authority to do so, therefore completely undermining the authoritative, authoritarian referee in charge. Oh, shut and the yet, fuck up. Mr. Heyman continues to beat up referees as the match continued on, and furthermore, furthermore undermines the authoritative rules and make sure that Punk is unable to win a fair, clean match. While myself and everyone in our camp did our best to try to get to the ring and stop not only Paul Heyman, not only Paul Heyman from doing more irrefutable harm to CM Punk, we were also trying to stop Brock Lesnar, who forgot that this is not the UFC, that this is not a street fight, that this is not a brawl, this was a wrestling match. And Brock Lesnar, for all intent and purposes, did not wrestle. Ladies and gentlemen, please be quiet and listen to the facts. Those of you that watched it know it's true. Brock Lesnar did not wrestle CM Punk. He fought CM Punk. CM Punk signed for a wrestling match. Not a fight, not a UFC bout, not a street fight, not a brawl, a wrestling 
match. And Brock Lesnar from the get-go, along with his consortium, Paul Heyman, abolished the rules, did their own thing, and the referees have blindly allowed it to continue. But that, of course, ladies and gentlemen, is what you would expect. A debacle, a wrestling promoter who calls himself a wrestler, who's nothing more than just a wolf in sheep's clothing, a promoter who is so despicable that this is what you would expect from the owner of ECW, a venue where kendo sticks, flaming tables, Blood, gore, and violence reigned, and pro wrestling died the day that it aired television. Ladies and gentlemen, the filth and disgust that was displayed at Wrestle Kingdom has been presented in full to the wrestling board and the commission. And as it was anything but a wrestling match, which was agreed upon by both parties. I have right here... In my hands, ladies and gentlemen, an actual order from the Wrestling Commission that that match between Brock Lesnar and CM Punk, since it was so despicable, so deplorable, and so disgusting, it did not meet the requirements of a wrestling match. The match was stopped by the official, and the officials at ringside were slain and beaten by one Paul Heyman, and furthermore, furthermore, Brock Lesnar used a lead pipe, thus hitting my client over the head, causing a severe, severe concussion, which affects his health and well-being, oh, well, putting work. him and his life and career at danger. Therefore, we are bringing up a litigation suit on not only Paul Heyman, but Brock Lesnar, and also having the match officially as of 8.04 p.m. this evening. That match has been stricken from the record. Oh, no. 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 Furthermore, no. ladies and gentlemen, I am in constant litigation right now with the courts as the pay-per-view is being re-aired, or when the DVD does arrive, that that main event shall be stricken and removed from the collection post-haste. Therefore, ladies and gentlemen, that match did not ever happen. That match did not ever occur, because legally, in the confines of the contract, Brock Lesnar and CM Punk did not have a wrestling match. CM Punk once again has been screwed by the pro wrestling industry that he helped build and therefore Mr. Brock Lesnar, Mr. Paul Heyman, your victory ends now. Now for those of you who don't agree with my consortium, David Otunga, had just said. Let me point something out to everyone here. Paul Heyman on Ring of Honor television said that at Wrestle Kingdom, I, CM Punk, was going to die. 
That is a direct quote from Paul Heyman and said that I was going to die. Well, unless I am a walking, living, breathing zombie, that means that Brock Lesnar did not kill CM Punk, and that means that he did not live up to his promise, and that furthermore means that Paul Heyman lied. No. Which means when he goes on Ring of Honor television and says that Brock Lesnar killed me, he destroyed me, he beat me, remember, he said I was going to die, and here I stand. Paul Heyman is a liar, and everything that comes out of his mouth is a lie. Therefore, by default, Brock Lesnar, by Paul Heyman's own omission or fallacy from his lips, never beat me. <laughs> Vince McMahon and Eric Bischoff, along with Paul Heyman, have screwed me, screwed me in this wrestling world. And since pro wrestling has screwed me and everyone around me has screwed me, the next time you see CM Punk, it's going to be opening the mouth that breathes pro wrestling and taking a piss in it. You go ahead and boo me all you want. Don't boo me because I speak the truth. Boo Paul Heyman, who falsely advertised a wrestling match, who falsely advertised a death in the middle of the ring, who falsely advertised himself and the beast and everything all in between. Blame him because I did nothing wrong. I was doing nothing but trying to defend myself. He hits me over the head with a lead pipe. Referees allow it to happen. I have Brock Lesnar beat, beat in the middle of the freaking ring three times. And not once was a referee around to make that count. Not once did a referee come down and disqualify Brock Lesnar. Not once, not once, not once. As the match stopped and the rules were abided. Paul Heyman, Vince McMahon, Eric Bischoff, pro wrestling has screwed me. Now, now, what I'm about to do next is going to piss off every single wrestling fan alive. If you watch pro wrestling, you will become an instant hater. If you are a fan of the NWA, of New Japan, of Ring of Honor, of WWF, you will learn to hate it. Because if you are against me, I'm going to make your lives miserable. And if by some chance you're with me, the cancer that I'm about to unleash on this industry will take longer to kill you. Boo me now, loathe me later. This is not the last time you're gonna see CM Punk. And I guarantee you, I guarantee you, the unicorns and rainbows around this place are going to die at my hands. This guy needs to die. Next match on the card thereafter was Sting going up against Rusev, who still was also injured and hurt 
Due to the calamity of Wrestle Kingdom 3, Sting, of course, was able to drop him with a Scorpion Death Drop. Right before the main event, it was revealed that Cody Rhodes had been suffering from acute concussion amnesia. Whereas Cody Rhodes came down saying he was going to wrestle a match, he was not medically cleared to wrestle. He did say that as soon as he was able to get medically cleared, he would enter the ring once again. Unfortunately for Cody, he had no idea what any of the doctors or officials had been telling him over the last three weeks and his attitude. And the last match on the card was the main event it was Prince Devin going up against his poison of the evening, Arn Anderson. And boy, did he get oh, quite the beating indeed. Devin was able to somehow survive and avoid Arn's heavy offense, hitting him with a silver bullet, scoring the win. As the crowd was absolutely in shock that Devin just defeated a legend in the ring, Devin said it was going to be a matter of time before he was world heavyweight champion. As the show would fade to black. of its kind as the Angels division will compete in this ring week in 
and week out and compete with the best angel, the best pro wrestler in the world today. But first, I think we should introduce you to the general manager of Chick Fight. Uh-oh. We have scoured the world. We have had interview upon interview upon interview. And it has come to our attention. It has come to our decision as a collective group. The person that we chose will not only be able to handle these women, but also run them to great heights and lead this brand, perhaps being number one over Monday Nitro, over New Japan War, and perhaps over every other wrestling syndication out there. Ladies and gentlemen, will you please welcome your general manager of Chip Fight, someone who has experience in the ring, out of the ring, and managing as well, Miss Elizabeth. Oh. wrestling angle imaginable. I understand how the backstage works and how politics work. I am going to bring Chick Fight right where it needs to be and be head over shoulders ahead of the men any day with straight competition each and every week. Tonight we embark on a journey, a path of greatness, as tonight we will bring you the best in women's wrestling. Now, unfortunately, due to the events at Wrestle Kingdom 3, we do not have as advertised as our main event this evening, as Sarah Del Rey was unable to capture the Unified World Heavyweight Championship from Awesome Kong due to the interference of AJ Lee. Yeah. So I think tonight she should be punished for ruining one of the best promoted matches in the history of professional wrestling. So tonight, in our main event, it will be AJ Lee scoring off against the world women's champion, Sarah Del Rey. Tonight also in tag action, we are going to see the beautiful people face off against Charlotte Flair and Tessa Blanchard. 
Also tonight, we will see Serena of the Bullet Club face off against our newest angel drafted, Becky Lynch. Oh, but wait, there's more, ladies and gentlemen. In our opening contest here tonight, we are going to see the warrior princess Tamina battle against the number one contender, Sexy Star. And should Tamina score the win here tonight, she will be crowned new number one contender. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Chick Fight. Well, let's get this show started. stared with piercing eyes at Star, who bounced around the ring, going right after her as she was tossed around the ring like a rag doll. Tamina oh, had that power game and had no problem just making sport a Star, who was tossed to the buckle, but caught Tamina right in the face with a boot and a tornado DDT. She used that Lucha Libre background on her, diving and leaping with tenacity, catching Tamina with a spinning head scissor wraparound reverse fucking DDT. Scoring the win! Big win here for Sexy Star, proving her worth here tonight. Smiling through her mask, heading to the back, holding her neck as she made her way through the curtain. And then moves it back as cameras picked up Charlotte Flair, lacing up her boots, getting ready for the match later on this evening. When Tessa walked in. 
Well, hey, Tessa, long time no... Stop right there. Now, look. Right now, I'm only doing this because I was told to. <laughs> but what your father didn't mind at War Games is unforgivable. And I know you're trying to be Miss Goody Two-Shoes right now, but I see right through it. And if you try anything, and I mean anything like that to me... The Queen of the Carolinas is going to have your head on a stick. Tessa, you and I have been friends since birth. I would never try or even entertain that idea. I'm going to tell you right now, though. If you're going to do it, you better do it with flair. Ha-ha! <laughs> Firing off rounds, taking off the Bullet Club armor as she went up against Becky Lynch. And this was one stiff contest. Serena was ring dominant, but she didn't hold the match in her favor for long. Lynch started to use her stiff style and tossed Serena to the floor. Starting a brawl with her, but he was tripped face first into the stairs. Serena went for the kill and was able to drop her with the fall from Grace. Covering. Scoring the win. Serena fired a shot at her and rolled out of the ring. Ignoring the crowd, yelling out that she was the queen of chick fight. Pushing her way through the camera guy and made her way to the back.
Ladies and gentlemen, I'm Kevin Kelly, and I have been tasked with this duty here tonight as I am standing here with A.J. Lee, who later tonight will be facing off against women's champion Sarah Del Rey. Now, A.J., at Wrestle Kingdom last night, you interrupted the unification title match. The question on everyone's mind is, why? Why what? I ruined everyone's big moment, that I got myself interjected into the match, that I made everyone a little upset, a little angry. Well, because I don't care. You see, Sarah Del Rey and Austin Kong, they play Mean Girl on TV, and they act like they can wrestle real good. I mean... I guess I'm supposed to be scared of Miss Del Rey, right? That's that's what it says in the script. Be scared and terrified. Ooh. Well, I think tonight when I beat her in the middle of the ring, everyone is going to see that she's nothing but just a big phony. And the two sluts who proclaim to be wrestlers, they don't deserve to call themselves champion. I did what I had to do at Wrestle Kingdom off of principle. Because I'm a wrestler and they're just playing wrestler on TV. Oh, that's, uh, that's right. I forgot. I'm the bad guy. So make sure that when I come out there tonight that I get booed as I step through the curtain. And when I beat Sarah Del Rey for her title, that you all boo even louder. Because I'm the bad guy. And I think she's supposed to be the good guy, but I don't think it really matters because people cheer who you want anyway. So, no, no. with that being said, to anything else, any other dumb questions you might have, I'll see you in the ring later tonight.
tag team partner, also hailing from Charlotte, North Carolina, Charlotte people against pleasure and flair who are arguing right at the start of the bout charlotte starting things off with love not allowing her in on any offense at all tessa making a blind tag as tessa now would work on love charlotte complained about the tag tessa made quick work of her but was cheap shotted and sky tagged in both of them double teaming on tessa who refused to tag out despite how much stress she was under eventually able to drop love with a ddt she stumbled back as Charlotte now blind tagged herself in. Going for love and started to hit that flare-like offense. Driving her down and went for a figure four. But got kicked off and smacked into Tessa on accident. Who held her head on the floor? Love rolling flare up with her feet on the rope. Scoring the win. A beautiful femme fatale scored the win. Rolling out of the ring and up the ramp. Flair complaining about the illegal use of the rope, but she had bigger problems as Tessa turned her around. Asking what that blind tag was all about as she had everything under control and would shove her. Flair would then shove her back as a brawl took place. Officials coming down to break it up as both of them were at each other's throats. The show slowly fading to a commercial. Cameras were backstage as Liz was on the phone with someone as the door swung open and it was Tessa. Uh Liz, Miss Liz, you got to do something about Charlotte. She's run amok on me, tearing me up. I want her disciplined by the highest order. I'll call you back in a second. Excuse me, who are you again? Oh my God, Tessa Blanchard, the queen of the Carolinas. Better recognize real fast because I am the hottest rising star here at Chick Fight and I want what's coming to Charlotte Flair and I want it done now oh yes yes I remember you're the one that lost because you can't play nice with others got it (laughs) well here's what we're going to do I'm not going to discipline Charlotte Flair I'm not going to discipline you I'm not going to do any of that apparently you can't play nice in the sandbox so next week Main event, it's going to be Tessa Blanchard versus Charlotte Flair. Oh. Now, please, get out of my office. Tessa would huff a little bit, but agreed that that might be the best course of action. Slowly leaving the office and slam the door shut. We have to prepare for the main event. Oh, chick fight.
Tonight's scheduled for what all is our main event of the evening. Fuck this shaking internally and you could see the rage and fire in her eyes as AJ would just stand there and smile at her giving her a little wave as she cocked her head to the side the bell sounded in Delray charged and tackled her down she would unload with heavy right hands and elbows she absolutely refused to stop as she pulled her up and violently tossed her to the buckle she would then slam her with a belly to belly suplex Delray did not stop hitting her, hitting her with another, and another, oh. and another, oh. and another, and another, and another, and another, and another, and another. Hitting her with 10 belly-to-belly suplexes, followed by a ger- flurry of German suplexes. Delray absolutely refused to stop as she released on perhaps the 11th or 12th one as AJ hit the buckle. Delray rolled to the floor and dragged her to the outside, bashing her back into the steel post. They would pick her up and powerbombed her against the stairs. Dragged AJ by the hair, would raise her up and powerbombed her upon the table. She held on to her legs, picking her up and powerbombed her a second time. Holding those legs and picked her up and dropped her a third time. Picking her up and dropped her a fourth time as the table finally broke. AJ would lay flat as a board, getting tossed into the ring. Delray pulling her up and slammed her with a brain buster. 
She forced her up, locking her in a royal butterfly. But AJ was unresponsive from the get-go. The ref trying to get her to release the hole, but she refused. Calling down for other officials to come and try and restrain Del Rey. She had a faraway look in her eye. She was going to kill AJ here in the middle of the ring tonight. And she didn't care as it took six of them to pull Del Rey off. They moved into a neutral corner as they went to assist her. AJ out of the ring as Del Rey grabbed the ref and slammed her with a hip toss. She then went right back to AJ as officials pulled her back. As one by one, Del Rey with a hip toss and flung the officials aside. Going right for AJ and again locked her in the Royal Butterfly. Some of the wrestling trainers came down to restrain Del Rey. Getting her pulled off once again as they rolled AJ to the floor. Calling out for EMTs as Del Rey broke through and made it to the floor. She grabbed AJ and locked her in the butterfly once again on the floor. She wrapped her legs tightly around her and would, in a pure fit of rage, no amount of people were going to get her to let go. Some of the women wrestlers came down to try to get her to release the hold. Nothing they did seemed to help at all, seeming to just infuriate Del Rey even further. Finally, for the third time, they were able to pull Del Rey off. Mickey James, Lena, and Natalia were able to hold Del Rey down as they quickly got AJ on a stretcher and wheeled her out. Del Rey breaking from their grasp, rolling into the ring, trying to cut across, but she was blocked off. Del Rey getting angry and just tossing an official on his ass, trying to get through the ropes as Lita held her in a rear waist lock. She got snap mare and then followed up by a belly to belly. Natalia grabbed her in a bear hug just to try to restrain her for a minute as Del Rey broke free and took her head off with a clothesline. James grabbing her by the waist, pushing her to the corner, but she was hip-tossed up and over out of the ring. Del Rey lost her absolute freaking mind as Liz came down to calm her down, but in a full fit of rage, she grabbed Liz and slammed her with a belly-to-back suplex. Del Rey stood ranked dominant. She was obviously pissed off over the decision at Wrestle Kingdom. The champion was home. This was her ring. This was his show. This was her title. And she was taking no fucking prisoners tonight. Sitting there defiant as no one dared get into that ring willingly. As Chick Fight's pilot episode would fade to black. For New Japan War, the opening contest featured Lasombra going up against Tiger Mask 4. In so many flips, kicks, moves, and moves, it was Lasombra who scored the win with the head scissor DDT. The second match saw the Hurricane going up against Heath Slater, who again went on and on saying he was a three-man rock band and he would be able to knock the Hurricane out. Unfortunately, he went down to the eye of the Hurricane. Third match on the card was Sami Zayn, who got a rousing ovation going up against Kenneth Omega, who earlier in the night said that it was a fluke that he won for Team FIP. 
These two men absolutely had the match of the evening as Omega tried every trick he knew, but it was Sami Zayn who scored the win with the insane driver scoring the win. The semi-minute of the evening saw C.J. Parker go up against Chris Benoit. And while Parker was absolutely outclassed and out-wrestled, it was an accidental use of holy water that scored him the win as Benoit was blind from the eye. Parker said he was now baptized and can follow the path of God. And in the main event, fresh and ready from his big victory, at Wrestle Kingdom, Prince Devitt put the FIP title on the line against Ultimo Dragon. In what would be the match of the night, for 22 minutes, these two would battle and brawl it out. While Ultimo Dragon definitely had the advantage for most of the match, it was Devitt who scored the win via knockout with the Silver Bullet. He rose up in the ring, raising his title up, and fired off a bang, saying that was for Kenta and Steamboat, as he was coming for both as war came to a close. Alrighty, good shit, good And shit. that's it. <laughs> yes, I see what you meant about the, uh, the YouTube stuff. Alrighty. So, with that said, let's get everything get into thought, Sean. All right. Well, it opens up with well Nitro because that's what opens it up. Op- everything opens up to. Uh, starts out with Steamboat coming down, going, "Okay, look, we're tired, but that's what we do. We just got from you know Japan because we had that big fucking five and a half hour you know contest and war. Um, I'm gonna give Devin a chance to back out of our title match because he's got to wrestle one earlier that evening." So here's what we're going to do. Pick a night, and that's when we're going to do it. Devitt comes down and goes, no. No, no, I'll fight two people, and I'm going to win both. And I'm going to keep this one, and I'm going to take that one. And that's how it's going to go. And it's also pick your poison, so Steamboat beats Luke Gallows and his poison. Uh, yeah, I. Uh, this was a good opening promo. It got him over as kind of the fighting champion to say, you know, we just made it to the show. We were flying over from Japan and we've made it just for you people and Devitt I know you're going to face for two cha- challenges but I'll be the fuck man and I'll say okay you can defend your title on one night for a shit up Devitt's like no no I want to beat two people on the same night because I'm just like I'm good so fuck you uh, this set the stage of, of just Devitt being disrespectful Steamboat being a man Devitt being Devitt and uh, everything in between good opening bro uh, we then have Demolition defeating Harlem Heat, mm-hmm. and then the Bullet Club get on the, they get on the, I don't want to say get on the phone, but they do a promo and they go, okay, alright, good, you, we, uh, we we lost to the Shield, that's that's great, and it's all because of them, so here's what we're going to do, they want to fuck with our match, now we're going to fuck with them, our match is an outlaw rules, what does that mean? We're going to fight everywhere, it's us versus you, and we're going to fight no matter where it takes us, Oh Christ. so this will be crazy. Yes, um, this is uh, great uh, sort of in terms of you know obviously the fact that they 
fucking like five on two or a five on one. It's like, oh, that's no, that's not cheating at all. And then it's like, oh, people come out, and then it's even. It's it's five on five or four on four, and oh my, <laughs> it, th- that's not fair. How dare they even the odds? It's all demolitions fault we lost. So of course, great being great heels. Uh, using the out to make them look better. Um, and they kind of blame Demolition to add a personal stake to that feud at the same time, so it accomplishes two goals. Yeah. Yeah, that match is already wrote, and it's fun. <laughs> it's awesome, yeah, I, I can... Uh, it seems like this is your answer to the macho flair thing, but you're like, I'm not going to have them arrested. Fuck it. I'm going to let them go. Yeah, if they want to go out in the street, fuck them. That's it. They're, they're done. Uh, we then get Dallas coming down to the ring going, well, everyone watched the match, but no one saw the pre-show because I led Team USA to victory. Yay. So I'm going to put my belt on the line against anyone from New Japan. Answer Jomo, who says, well, you're funny. You know, you uh, actually thought you defeated the world. So I'm going to beat you at Invasion Attack for that title that I used to hold because yeah. you suck. This was a great sort of, you know, Bo Dallas, the promo of... <laughs> I was teaching them how to eat with real utensils. Oh, <laughs> uh, you know, obviously race of promo, heat eating, awesome stuff from Bodas. But then he happens an open challenge to anybody from New Japan, and of course that opens the door for Morrison to cheat his claws from last year. It's like, oh yeah, you've challenged somebody from New Japan, so that means I can go for the US title again. Yay me. Um, this is going to be a fun match. This is going to be a fun match. This is the match where I know JJ is going to be the most focused. Well, yes, it's the guy he hates and the guy he loves. So, yes. <laughs> yeah. Matter meets antimatter. Uh, we then get Kenta defeating Nigel. We have Dynasty defeating the Revengers. And then we get the promo. We get the promo, first from Otunga, who says, Yeah, well, what happened? That wasn't a match, that was a fight. We signed for a match. We got a fight. The referee stopped the match. That's when it should have stopped. There was interference. There was so much garbage. No, that's not how this works. That match has been stricken from the record officially. That match never happened. It blamed Paul Heyman. Fuck you. The punk gets on the on the mic and goes, Yeah, didn't he say he was going to kill me? I was supposed to die? Oh, I'm still alive. I guess that means everything he says is a lie. Therefore, he didn't beat me. By the way, you're smiling now? That's going to suck come real quick. Because now I'm going to make everyone's life miserable and the rainbows and the ponies end now. Mm. Very long-winded promo. In short, the match never happened. It's stricken from the record. Fuck you. Uh, yeah, this I enjoyed. I, I, I thought, obviously, this was the promo of the night. Uh, it was always going to be. Uh, for, I love how, you know, his lawyer spoke first and made it very clear that the matches... Like, this was going back to sort of December... Um, of '96, where the match, where uh, Roddy Piper won, and then we were like, and then Eric Bischoff deleted the tape of it, and like, no, it never happened, you know. Uh, so this, yeah, this was great, uh, and, <laughs> and that's exactly where I took this from. And he does have some, he does have some great points of, well, yeah, the match was officially stopped, and the point that made me laugh was when he was like, I. Gave him the up. I saw that the show was running long, so he decided to he decided to, so he decided to leave and let the show. And Brock, you can have the win. The show's going long. Goodbye. That was his reason for walking out. <laughs> That's brilliant. Um, you know. So yeah, the match is stricken for the record books. Blah blah blah. League of jargon. Fuck you. Fuck you. Uh, then see a punk gets something. It's oh yeah, Paul Heyman's a liar. In other news, grass is green. 
Um, but yeah, uh, you know, you can't believe anything he says. Don't believe him that Brock Lesnar beat me because he said he was going to kill me. It's like, okay. You are aware that this was a show where two people pretty much did actually die. Like Abyss has got third degree burns and and uh, Undertaker <laughs> did actually get buried alive. So don't just keep wishing and maybe uh, that wish will come true one of these years. Uh, but no, promo that I'm just saying, he advertised that he was going to die. He didn't die. Therefore, if Paul says Brock won, no, he's a liar. Don't believe him. <sighs> and that match is gone. Never happened. Yes. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll bl- yeah, okay. Uh, of course, we can have an awesome reply promo from JD about this. Uh, like every week, uh, Paul Heyman should come out and go, my client Brock Lesnar beat CM Punk and it happened whether it's on the DVD or not. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> no, he's a liar. So I was going to die. Can't makes believe... his own uh, bootleg copy and sells it. <laughs> eBay. eBay. Uh, we then get uh, Devitt versus Arn because that's his poison. Devitt wins. Yeah. Um... This was uh, you know, a good win for Devitt, and obviously it sets him up as a future maybe guy who can go you know, go into the top dogs now. I mean, he's, he's faced them before, but once you start beating the guys that they beat, it's like, well, you know. Yeah. So that ends Nitro, then we get into Chick Fight, because that's supposed to happen, and yes, it did. It opens up with, well... Introducing who the new general manager is going to be because someone's got to run this bitch. Well, turns out it's going to be Liz. It's a good choice. I, I think, again, it's like, well, what kind of woman has legend credential? Well, who's the oldest kind of woman figure other than Rend- Wendy Richter who can't talk worth a shit and nobody remembers? So, uh, let me say Elizabeth. My options were very limited here. <laughs> I mean, the other option was like Moolah. So. <laughs> So that opens it up. Uh, the first match is Tamina versus Sexy Star, and should Tamina win, she's the new number one contender, because guess what? You lose a match, you lose that contendership. Well, Sexy wins anyway. So awesome, she keeps gets to keep it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I I thought this was a, a hell of a way to uh, start off the show. Um, great opening bout, and uh, it sets things up. We then have uh, promo in the back between... Tessa and Flair, and she goes, yeah, we're teaming up, but uh, remember War Games? When Flair fucked everyone? Yeah, I didn't forget that. And uh, don't even think about trying to do that shit with me. To where Flair goes, what my father does is too totally different, but if you're going to try something, I will drop you. I Yeah, they're not going to get along. I liked how much many stories and, and angles were going on during the show. There was that nice kind of you know storyline stuff rather than just matches. And this was another one that, you know, it was just a random tag match of all the two, you know, four horsemen daughters, of course, makes sense. Um, but then obviously it adds this other element of, of tension between the two, uh, where, yeah, this team wasn't going to last long. Yeah. Serena versus off against uh, Becky Lynch. Thank you very much. And Serena <laughs> gets the win. Damn it. Yeah, um... But we didn't really announce it, did we? But, uh, yeah, we traded Sasha Banks for Becky Lynch, if you're wondering what was going on here. Uh, so, yeah, Sasha Banks is now with me, which I'm fine with. So we, we've, we've divvied up the uh, the two women who get the Women's Match of the Year in reality this year. Uh, so, yeah, cool, cool stuff. Um, I I like uh, Becky Lynch as a contender. 
Yeah, I'm going to have fun with her. We then go to the back, and we're going, all right. The uh, unified title match kind of got ruined by one person. That's that person right here who's going to die later. Why did you do it? Because I wanted to. Simple as that. I wanted to, and the two title holders aren't really wrestlers. I am, and I'm going to beat one of them. Ta! <laughs> the best way to put it. Here's what happened in this promo. is She took her husband's promo, deleted the mentions of men's names, and inserted women's names. Uh, this was a CM Punk promo coming out of AJ's mouth. She's totally... She's doing the whole shooting and breaking the fourth wall the, we're in angles and they're pretending to fight in wrestlers and things like that so it's like oh god here we go fucking Russo-ish fucking uh, work shoot stuff um but no I, I I like that she's getting that personality it, it makes you hate her it makes you want to see her die uh, more than just ruining the match at uh, Wrestle Kingdom and uh, yeah uh, this not that Del Rey needed more reasons to rip her arms off and beat her over there with it. Now she's got more reason. Because she was called fake. <laughs> yeah. It's like calling Ronda Rousey fake. Mm. Uh, beautiful People versus Blanchard and Flair. They're not getting along at all. They're blind tagging each other and they're stealing each other's thunder. Miscommunication, head knock, Beautiful People win. And the two of them end up fighting in the ring. Anyway, this breaks down to... Blanchard going to the back and going, look, Flair needs to be, like, fired or something because this is bullshit. She screwed up the match and Liz is all, no, better idea. You two are going to fight next week. Again, good wrestling 101 storyline development. Uh, you know, obviously there's a, there's an incident between the two. Sets them up in a match next week. Continuing angles and stuff. Uh, uh, so this this is uh, classic wrestling booking. Yeah, I'm going to have fun with these two. Mm-hmm. And then it's the main event, Delray versus AJ. The only offense AJ got in was falling on her ass because Delray killed her. And she didn't just kill her. She killed the referees and the trainers and the cameramen and part of the third row and even took Liz out. She is pissed that yeah. she didn't get that title. Yeah. And she took it out on AJ. Yeah, she did. Uh, she Beast was mode. She was destroying AJ. Of course, AJ managed to do what AJ does to manage to escape, but that doesn't stop her. Uh, basically, she then becomes Ken Shamrock. Uh, you know, she's in the zone! Uh, taking everybody out. So, uh, yeah, she puts her over as as being absolutely pissed, but uh, I think some punishments may be coming her way for this. Yeah, maybe. And that's the pilot episode. And awesome. war happened. Well, Sombra def- uh, War happened. Lasamber defeat Tiger Mask. Hurricane beat Slater. Zane defeated Omega. Parker beat Benoit with Holy Water. Accidentally. <laughs> There'll be a follow-up on that next week. And Devitt defeats Ultimo Dragon. Two takeaways. Good matches, obviously, especially in the main event. But uh, the thing where it was like, oh, Zay, you, know, you you got the pin in the in the match, Zane, and that was a fluke. That was cool. Uh, and the other thing was, obviously, the Holy Water. Not only is that funny... But it's also to Chris Benoit, which is a whole nother level of, oh boy. <laughs> and I didn't even think about that until after I hit record and I went, oh, that's dark. I'm yeah. That. Yeah. Now, now you've been cleansed by the holy water, Chris Benoit. Oh, Lord. Yeah, there will definitely be a follow up on that Monday. And that is week five. We got one more week of build. Yes. 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 Uh, 
Alrighty, so uh, that uh, does it for the, your NDA portion of this of uh, the fantasy. Uh, as I say, uh, very likely Monday. Obviously, depending on whether um, DM gets home and stuff. Uh, oh, I just... I'm home. Oh, I'm definitely home early now. Okay, cool. Yeah, uh, it's cause... not even an issue. Okay, cool. Because I, I, as I say, I just was tired earlier, and I'd rather I've recorded, I've wrote everything, I've recorded the opening promo with all the Bischoff and all the stuff. Um, I just want to have a day to do it tomorrow where I'm not falling asleep recording it, because then obviously it'll be better. Uh, So so yeah, Uh, tomorrow night then will be Raw. So thank you everybody for joining us for Nitro this evening, and thank you as always, and we'll see you next time. Oh dear. My uh, Raw's from Japan, by the way. So uh, I had some fun with that. <laughs> oh, cool. And yeah. here I flew my guys back. I'm an asshole. Yeah, well, I had the whole thing be uh, this, 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 the opening promos, and I laughed to myself. I said, usually I, I start with a quick promo, but it's like a, an opening, you know, Raw-style opening promo, but it's in Japan, so they can't understand a fucking thing. Except one of, when one of the Japanese guys comes out and I actually try and speak in Japanese. I had, like, Google Translator up and was listening to the recording over and over again to get the translation, <laughs> to get the um, pronunciation down. So I hope I got it right, but uh, yeah, you'll see who that is. Uh, obviously. Oh, I can only imagine. <laughs> Alrighty, uh, I will uh, speak to you tomorrow then. That you will. Cheers. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.